Are you ready for the weekend? Weekends on UME Radio. Get the UME Radio app. Weekends on UME Radio. The sun is up and so are we. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and Facebook, all at UME Radio. UME Radio. Positive entertainment 24-7. Subscribe on YouTube and click the notification bell. Good morning, good morning, good morning to everybody today. I hope everyone's having a blessed morning and everyone is believing for what God has for them. Uh, I'm very thankful for the first segment. I'm very thankful for the team, thankful for the weekend show and you and me radio. So, uh, of course, I always start off with a couple of verses, a verse or two, maybe one, two, maybe I read a whole scripture. Uh, a whole book, uh, chapter, uh, but I'm just very thankful for this morning, and I'm going to start it off with prayer, how I always do, prayer, and with a couple of verses, so thank you, God, for waking us up this morning. Thank you for doing what you always say you would do. You would always love us. You would always give us brand new mercies. You always take care of us no matter what, so we're very thankful for that. Thankful that we woke up today. Thankful that the activities of our limbs are all working, that we're moving, and to keep blessing those who need healing, keep blessing us, keep blessing the world as a whole, and for the people to understand who you truly are, God, and what you really do. And to know it's always you. It's not us. It's always you, God. And just to be thankful that you gave us free will so we can make a choice and make a decision. So, God, I'm just very thankful for that. And as we walk to understand that God gave us the tools, now it's time for us to decide what we want to do. And make that choice, make the right choice, because sometimes he's waiting on us. He's waiting on our decision. He's waiting on our yes. And just remember the spirit of God dwells inside of you. So when you say yes to you, you're saying yes to the spirit of God. So keep that in mind, for all of us to keep that in mind and for us to stay connected because this month, in December will be a month of big miracles and big blessings. So for everybody to have corporate prayer, for us to have corporate prayer, because we'll have corporate breakthroughs, we'll have personal breakthroughs as well. So thank you, God, on this morning. Protect us. Keep us. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so, of course, these are my go-to verses here. I may have said them before in the previous shows or maybe the first or second show, but um, Hebrews 11 and 1. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. 
in Hebrews 11 and 6, and it is impossible to please God, where it is impossible, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So it's very important to keep your faith and to keep believing, uh, just to keep going and understanding that faith is the tool and faith requires action. Without action, things don't get done. So God wants us to keep our faith, keep our focus, to keep going after him, to keep seeing it, even though we may not physically see it with our eyes open. And that is a true meaning of faith, just believing, believing, and believing. And, um, you know, the word be is a, a verb, so it's past tense, as if it happened. So just remember when you uh, want to become something, you must be it in that moment even though you may not be in that exact spot yet. I had to be the NFL player at the age of 10 or 11 when those thoughts were going through my mind before I actually became the NFL player. So that's just with anything that we do in life. So faith is the key. Faith requires action. So Remember that, if anything, and that's your spirit, so and your belief, your mental. Keep challenging yourself to believe it, to continue to believe it, to keep keep asking God for stronger and more powerful faith and have God faith. So I know last week we did have Mr. Jeff Trotter, um, and we didn't get to finish, so this is actually a part two with Mr. Trotter and we have a few questions for him so he can talk about uh, what he does, uh, his career, and his brand. So I would like to reintroduce you to Mr. Jeff Trotter. Uh, hopefully he's there backstage right now. Um, we're ready to have you, ready to see you. And um, you know, ready to speak to you, but <clears throat> uh, we'll just wait for Jeff in a little bit, but just talking about the faith part, the faith, your life, what does it look like? What did it look like for you? What does it look like for where you want to go? What does it look like your lifestyle? Um, I ask those questions to myself because I truly believe God wants me to uh, go obtain those things. And as we do this walk, as we're walking and we're believers in Christ and in this journey, um, you got to believe. You want to choose to believe because if you don't believe in yourself, then who will? You can't rely on your friends. You can't rely on your family. You cannot rely on the people to do it for you. And I know with my experience, it was tough at times to where I lost belief in myself and I questioned things that I did and that hurt my spirit. My spirit was down 
my mental, my mental was down. I had the strength to push through, but things were just sensitive. Things that I heard, if someone said anything about me, it would affect me. And I took things personal. So just me taking things personal, you know, or when you take things personal, it will bring you down and you will think less of yourself. And that's what happened. So um, that's part of my experience. You know, even my body, even my body was hurting. Even my body, um, my body was in pain. My body was in pain because my mind was in pain and my spirit was in pain. So all of those tie in together. If you think about your mind, your body, your soul, all of it ties in together because my mind was hurting, my body was hurting, and my spirit was hurting. And you could put it in the right order. Maybe my soul was hurting and that made my body hurt. Then my mind was hurt and it caused more pain. So just remember all those, all three, your mental, physical, your spiritual, all aligned together. And if one is hurting, the next thing is going to hurt. And it's just, it's just like with your physical body. Uh, if, you're, if you're hurting in your knee, it's not just caused by the knee. There's another muscle that's causing that tension, that's causing that injury. You know, this is just my last example. You see guys tearing their ACLs in football. It's not because their knees are weak. It's because their glutes are weak. So there's always a root to the problem. And, um, you know, just in life, remember that your mind, mental, physical, spiritual, it all aligns together. And when all three are aligned, you're unstoppable. If one is hurting, you may cause injury to another. And that may be the root to your injury. That may be the reason why your soul is hurting. It may be the reason why your body is hurting and your mind is hurting. So just keep those things in mind. And I think Jeff is now in here. And thank you, Jeff, for showing up and just being who you are. Um, we got some things that we're going to do this morning, which is which is pretty amazing. I'm excited. This guy gets me smiling in the morning for some reason. Uh, he has a joyful spirit or something. So we're going to get connected. But I know we didn't get to finish our conversation last week. And, you know, just wanted to talk to you about your basketball career um, as well as your brand. And, uh, you know, spiritual testimony that you had, like one of your top experiences um, just in life or in basketball. So um, let's just start off with, you know, your basketball career, where you went to school, how'd you get there, and just, you know, your pro career. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure to be back with you, brother. Um, First, man, I, um, I started playing ball at a high school called Creekside High School. Um, from there, uh, I went to Robert Morris University up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, things weren't going as planned for me. Uh, you know, I, I went from being in high school, we had a team that was ranked top 25 US today, uh, USA Today, you know, behind LeBron James coming out in that same class, Chris Paul in that same class. Dwight Howard was a buddy of mine coming up. 
Uh, so it was a very competitive class and the time where guys were going straight out of high school. Uh, I earned my Division One scholarship, like I said, at Robert Morris. And I got there, and my anticipation was to be one and done. Uh, I, I sustained an injury my senior year in high school, actually, and broke my ankle. And I settled for a scholarship at Robert Morris University. I got there, and I really wrestled because I made a decision based on basketball and not uh, a decision based on my career as far as um, – you know, what career field I would really want to go into, not based on my family or my faith. So I struggled just uh, playing ball and being away from a church home up north isn't as religious as the south. You know, we practice two a days on Sunday or we'd be traveling on Sundays. And I was I was uh, continuing to miss that spiritual element. Um, but I put basketball in the place uh, where, where I made a decision where it should have shouldn't have ever been. It was at the top of my. Uh, my pyramid, you know what I mean? So if you write this down, you'll see it a form of a, a triangle like this, but I had to realize it's God, family, school, and then it was basketball. I had it upside down. I had basketball, you know, school, family, and God. So it was facing down like this. So I always teach kids that now to help them with their priorities in the decision-making. But um, went from Robert Morris University, my career not looking like I wanted it to be, and I really wrestled with what the next season of life was going to be. Moved to Memphis, Tennessee, uh, where you, you've met me here in Memphis, and started working with the Memphis Athletic Ministries. Upon my time there as a mentor and as a coach, I started playing ball with the kids. I was getting paid to play ball with the kids, and I'm doing it every day on a consistent basis. And, you know, just like with training, it's a skill. You get better and better. Even though I'm playing around with some high school kids, I was getting better and better. And lo and behold, right. I bumped into Penny Hardaway. I bump into Penny Hardaway at a track one day. I'm getting my run in, and I bump into him, and we just started talking. And he said, man, you look like you're in great shape. I said, yeah, I've been working at it for a while. He said, yeah, you probably just need to play more. And to your point, DeAndre, a minute ago, he, he said, you know, you work out a lot, but you don't play enough. And I thought to myself, a lot of people will read their Bibles a lot, but they don't practice it okay. enough. So in okay. the same way like that, that. that I was working, 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 I wasn't implementing what I was working on into a real-life uh, game situation. So you need to, to, to work out. You need to get your skill training in, but then you actually have to play. So I need to read my Bible and pray, but I actually have to go out and do and be more in my community, in my family, and uh, just, just to the ends of the earth, You know, whether that's even on mission trips abroad or whatever. So uh, met Penny, started training with him, ended up um, going to the NBA Developmental League after that. But that ankle injury uh, came back, man, and I fractured my ankle again. And then that was the end of my basketball career. Okay. And what about your, your, your best moment? Was that your best moment, just meeting Penny? Um, it could be, man, you scoring points, dunking a ball. It could be a win, man. I don't know because I, I haven't heard from you. Uh, you know, talking about your best, best, uh, best moment. Well, I, I'll give you two real quick. So I met LeBron when I was in, in high school in ninth grade, and we played against him at a camp called Five Star Basketball Camp, ran by uh, OG. You know, everybody in the basketball community knows Howard Garfinkel. Uh, and and I met LeBron. We actually played against each other, and we beat LeBron's team. So that's one of the, you know, at the time, I didn't know LeBron was going to be LeBron, but now it's my claim to fame. I got a W over LeBron James. 
But uh, right. I beat LeBron. That was, you know, that was pretty good. But um, honestly, the high of my career was actually receiving my first letter from the office, the NBA office in New York. That's when I knew, okay. oh, man, like this is serious. They know that I'm out here. And that was a, a, a really joyful moment for me to know that all the work that I've been putting in was getting noticed and recognized. I didn't know that. That's dope. That's mm -hmm. dope. I mean, that's dope. I mean, that's just even with my experience with football, just people calling and agent calling and just seeing the teams that, you know, that were interested. I'm like, dang, this really happening. Oh, you might get drafted, DeAndre. I'm like, all right, like, dang, right. like, I'm about to get drafted. I'm like, hold on. Like, it's, it's one crazy. thing to have, have faith in yourself and you know your abilities, but it's, it's something else when somebody finally recognizes it. You know, uh, sure. you, you really have to be a strong individual to pursue those things because the way of the world works, uh, I need to see it to believe it. But sure. you and I are, are believers in Christ, and the way the scriptures teach us to, to, to move and operate is I believe it, therefore I see it. So we had to mm -hmm. believe in ourselves first in order to see the results later. But uh, it, it was comforting to see, you know, the results from somebody else seeing what I saw in myself. For sure. Mm -hmm. Let's see what someone commented, Satin Brownie. The world says, see it to believe, but with God, it is faith in order to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she also is a sat yeah. Satin. They also said, lesson, don't just practice and learn, but get in the game and play. Pound yeah. Jeff Trotter. You, you know what I mean? You got something trending right there. And that's yeah. something I'm going to take for myself because I've been asking God to go do it. I'm like, God, I just want to go do it. Like when it comes to the business, I just want to train. Like I wrote it down already. It's time for me to go do. Like mm. there's no more talking. I can keep writing, but I want to go do it. I want to mm. be in action. So um, my other you question would be, go ahead. I was just going to say, you have to be careful, too, of having a healthy balance of knowing the game, right? You had to study the rule book. You had to watch film and know the game so you don't have a bunch of errant actions. Because if you just go do, do, do without studying the game, you're doing mm -hmm. it all wrong. So, like, for us, Jesus was the perfect embodiment of word and deed. He knew the game, and he was embodying it at the same time. He was the, the living, physical a visible image of the creator God, like of God. And he was that demonstration for us that we follow to this day. For sure. And that's what, that's what I, I really do love. It's like being in action, man. Like you said, it's a playbook. It's really like what I call it is a, a performance Bible. Yeah, so performance Bible, it's like, this is how you get to where you want to go. But if you just read in the paper and reading words and you're not actually putting those words into action, it's, come on, it's not going to come to life for you. Come on, so that's just anything. So, you know, the performance Bible is in our hands. Just, are we using it? And that's just with anything. If we writing it down, okay, I am joyful. What are mm -hmm. you doing to be joyful? What are you asking God for? What are you excited about? But if you just oh, write gosh. it down and not really put it into life, it really doesn't matter. So um, I also wanted to ask you, what was one of your spiritual testimonies, um, one of your biggest spiritual testimonies, like when you had a spiritual breakthrough? It could be more than one. It could be one. It could be your top experience and what God yeah, showed you. 
I got you. I got you. That one's going to be easy because I really, really wrestled with this. You know, just like anybody, you have a dream as a kid to go play professionally, right? And I get so close. I was practicing with the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm working with Penny Hardaway and all of these great things. And when that didn't come into fruition, I was disappointed because I thought I had an appointment with the NBA. So when it didn't happen, I was disappointed. And I had to realize I was there on God's assignment. I was there on God's appointment. So I didn't miss my appointment. You know, I, I was there on his time and, and for his purposes. So there were other guys that I met during my time that uh, of training and playing ball that were led to Christ, that got baptized and that are making disciples to this day. So I took my eyes off of kingdom fruit and looked directly at contract money, you know, playing with a team as the fruit. But I wrestled mm -hmm. when I got that injury. I was like, God, are you closing the door? Or is this time for me to persevere? Is it time for me to push through? Is it time for me to keep going? And I prayed and I fast. It was a, a, a lot because uh, I put so much into that thing. I couldn't just let it go. I got so far. And God showed me, he said, in my kingdom, uh, there's, there's consumers, small business, big business, and investors. Just like in the world, mm -hmm. consumers, small business, big business, and investors. Consumers that need to take, 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 take of your fruit. For sure. For right? Sure. They're lost. And then small business would be something like working at that mentoring program I mentioned with the Memphis Athletic Ministries. You got a couple kids under your belt. And then big business would be maybe I'm the, the COO or the CFO or whatever of a ministry like that. Or I have my own church, right? And then you have the right. OGs who invest in pastors because a lot of pastors don't have pastors. So they have right. OGs that have been there, done that, got the T-shirt, had their own churches, and they train other pastors and leaders and professors and start universities. These guys are the OGs right now that invest in the next generation. So God for said, sure, he who began sure. a good work in you will be faithful to complete it to the end, Jeff. I took you from being lost and being a consumer, and I'm using you in small business. I want to bear much fruit through your life because that's a promise, not just for me, but for you and anybody that believes in Christ. He says, I, sure. I, every, every vine in me that bears fruit, he's going to prune. Not that it just bears more fruit, but much fruit. So in that time, he showed me the trajectory of which he had taken me and where we were going and said, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper Amen. you and not harm you. Plans to give you <laughs> Amen. And it ha has been moving me along this track, you know, from glory to glory for his name's sake. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, a lot says, don't take your eyes off him because you think what you are receiving isn't enough. That's right. It's the truth. Amen. So before we get off. This is probably the last question. I know we're running down on time, but tell us about Ben Don't Break and, and what you're doing with your brand and what you're wanting to express with that just real short and however you can put it together and form it. Because I want right. to know. I, wanna, I still want to know more. <laughs> well, through that time, man, it was a struggle. Uh, just like any young African-American male in America, we've been going through the struggle. I, I put a lot on my shoulders trying to be an athlete that would provide and take care of my my family. You want to put on for your, your neighborhood. You want to put on for your family. You want to give back to the community. You want to help build this and build that with your foundation. You're putting so much weight and pressure on your shoulders that was never meant to be. We're not wired to handle all of those, all of those things. That job is for God. So when you put that on you, even the praise that athletes receive, all the praise and the, oh, my gosh, and they're going crazy. That's that's not right. meant 
to be for us as humans. We're not built to uh, carry the weight of deity and, and praise. That's God's job. So when people praise us and, and when we put all of this weight on our shoulders to carry so much, it can cause you to break down. Look at Simone right. Biles. Look at, you know, LeBron James has been under a, a lot of pressure. And, and some of these athletes, Ben Simmons has been struggling. He's missing free throws and everybody giving him a hard time. There's so many right. guys that cracked under that pressure. So there was this, this saying uh, that, that somewhere between Atlanta and, and the, in the trenches in Memphis just stuck out to me called Ben Don't Break. And Ben Don't Break, I tell people all the time, it's not the size of the load in life that'll crush you, but how you carry it. So I tell them, okay. bend your knees and pray. Don't break down and lose hope. Bend before you break. God says every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that he's Lord. We might as well get to it early because all of the stress and the anxiety, the depression and trying to handle everybody's problems while they're reaching at you, trying to get money and everything from you. I can't handle it. It's too much. Right. Right? I can't provide for everybody. I can't beat everything that they need from me. You know, It's not my job to. That's your job. For sure. Now, for when sure. we stay plugged in and connected to him, we're like a tree planted by streams of water. And people can come mm -hmm. take of that fruit and that fruit will replenish because you're connected to that outlet yep. like a plug. Yep. But if you're not connected, man, you're going to break down trying to carry that weight. So once For again, sure. bend your knees and pray. Don't break down and lose hope. Amen. Just want to say thank you, Jeff, for this moment again. Part two was great. Um, I'm very thankful for you coming onto the show. I'll see you in about an hour because <laughs> we got some <laughs> things to do. So I just want to say thank you, God, for this moment in time. Thank you for Mr. Trotter. Uh, follow, like, comment, share, subscribe, share to your friends, your family, whoever, man. And uh, let's just make this thing big and let's just keep glorifying God while we're doing it. So thank you all. Have a blessed day. Enjoy it. Amen. Amen. Thanks, D. Amen. All right. Are you ready for the weekend? Weekends on UME Radio. Get the UME Radio app. Weekends on UME Radio. The sun is up and so are we. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram and Facebook, all at UME Radio. UME Radio. Positive entertainment 24-7. Subscribe on YouTube and click the notification bell.